Welcome to the Drinking with Gin podcast. I'm your host, Ginny Preem. I'm that friend that you can chat with about anything. Relationships, career, travel, fashion, with zero judgment. This is a space where we will navigate struggles and celebrate triumphs and share some laughs along the way. This is your new favorite community that you didn't even know you needed in your life. I'm a speaker, author, and master certified professional coach. I call you, my friends, gems, because this is where we can all shine our brightest. And now that you're in the circle, you and all of the other gems can tune in for relatable, real talk. Hey, gems. Welcome back to Drinking with Gin. I'm your host, Ginny Preem. Thank you so much for tuning back in. We have another great episode today. Did it feel like I kind of left you hanging a little at the end of our last chat? Well, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) I walked you through the day my life as I knew it changed forever, literally overnight. It was also the first chapter of my book, You're My Favorite. So if you haven't grabbed your copy yet, head on over to Amazon, Target.com, or BarnesandNoble.com, burn through that bad boy, and then tune right back in. Unless you don't care about spoiler alerts, because we will be diving back into the story in this week's episode. Before we do that, I need to know, what are you drinking? This is Drinking with Gin. You're drinking with me, Gin. Whatever you're sipping and listening along with, I hope it's delicious. What am I drinking? Well, during this episode, I'm drinking coffee. It's an almond milk latte with cinnamon powder in it. If we ever have plans to have coffee and you want to surprise and delight me, that tends to be my coffee of choice. I told you that I wouldn't always be drinking cocktails during this podcast. It's about getting together and drinking with me, Jen, and the rest of you gems. Although we won't be drinking cocktails every episode, this is certainly a judgment-free zone, so if you are, cheers. Okay, we left off the last episode at the end of the first chapter of my book, You're My Favorite. I think I was so into sharing this story with all of you that I even forgot to tell you the name of the chapter, which is Meet Me for a Cocktail. I'll give a quick recap, and then we'll get back to the juice. I was traveling back from Alabama on a work trip, and my friend Lauren reached out and asked me to meet her for a cocktail that night. It was a Tuesday night in November, and it was late by the time I got home. I got to the restaurant to meet her thinking all day that something's wrong with her or one of her family members. I have all of these different scenarios going through my mind. You know how we do that sometimes. Then we're sitting there and she drops this bomb on me and says that it's about me, not her. Well, actually, it's about Chad. Chad was my partner and he and his two kids lived in my house. Now, quick reminder that anytime we are chatting about the book, you're my favorite, all of the names are not real life names. So I'm saving you the trouble of going out and trying to research and find out who they are. 
But before we can move forward in the story to find out what happens next after my meeting with Lauren and what she has to share with me, we kind of have to go back to the beginning, as in the first time I met Chad, maybe our first date, our first kiss. That's what we'll get into during today's chat. Maybe we should chat about first kisses and first dates in general before getting back to that story. Yeah, let's do that. Do you gems remember your first kiss or have a really great or really bad first date story? If you do, head over to my Instagram. My handle is Ginny Prem. Give me a follow and share your first kiss or first date story with me. I'd love to hear from you. Oh my gosh. Okay, so my first kiss, I have to be honest, I don't totally remember all of the details exactly. Give me a break, it was a long time ago. But I do know I was in junior high, seventh grade to be precise. So however old you are in seventh grade, what is that, 12 or 13? And I have a March birthday. Yep, I'm a Pisces. So I always turned a year older a little bit later in the school year. So I'm going to go with that I was probably 12. Where I grew up, by the way, um, I was actually born and raised in the suburbs of Minneapolis. I still live in the area, but much closer to the city now. But I grew up in the country on a gravel road at the end of a cul-de-sac. So my school was pretty far away, even elementary school. But junior high was certainly, I don't know, maybe a 30 or 40 minute bus ride at least. So I'm in junior high where you're meeting all these new friends. And this is the age where your activities and spending time with your friends becomes a really big deal. So I was trying to do as much as I could to try to be at or near the school and my friends. And after a little bit into the school year, I end up having a boyfriend or was going out or going steady, whatever we called it back then. What do kids call it these days? Anyway, the guy I was going out with, um, his name was Mark, a redhead. It's so funny because I never really thought I was or would be into redheads. But then again, I ended up with Francine, and I guess you could call her a redhead. She's a ruby color. Anyway, I'm pretty sure our first kiss, or my first kiss at least, I wonder if it was Mark's first kiss. I never really thought about that. Do you know if your first kiss was also their first kiss? Hmm. When I think about it, I'm pretty sure my first kiss was just in front of the junior high school. And then I had to get on the bus and go home. That's it. It's not really that exciting of a story. But I'm sure many of you gems can remember the details of your first kiss, how old you were, who it was with, where you were, maybe even what you were wearing. Was it awkward, fun, exciting? Was it dreamy? Do you remember having little butterflies in your stomach? Are those some of the same feelings that you remember about a first date? I don't know if I really have a great or bad first date story, but I'll share the details about my first date with Chad in a little bit. I do have 
a kind of embarrassing date story, not necessarily a first date story, but a date story that I'll share with you gems. I was maybe around 23 years old. I was pretty young and I was dating this guy from out of town. Uh, He lived in Dallas and he was up here visiting and it was cold. It was like the dead of winter. And we go to this restaurant Ocean Air and back then it had just opened it was in the it, it was in its old location and pretty fancy back in the day and we order shrimp cocktail we're all dressed up like I'm dressed to the nines I do remember what I was wearing this is kind of a creepy thing about me that I often remember what I was wearing <laughs> for monumental or you know things for whatever reason that stand out in my head so I was wearing these like dark brown leather pants and this like cream or kind of taupe sweater. Anyway, we're sitting there and we're facing each other at the table and on the right side is the wall. We ordered shrimp cocktail and on the top of it, it had a pretty hefty dose of horseradish. Well, I went to take a bite And I must have inhaled at the same time. And it was like a prophylactic sneeze happened. I couldn't even, and it happened so fast, I couldn't even get the napkin up to my face, to my mouth, to sneeze into it. All I could do was turn my head to the right. And when I sneezed, a giant chunk of shrimp came flying out of my mouth and stuck to the wall. I was mortified. And I think part of the reason why was because of how my date responded. He responded in a way that like he was embarrassed and I almost felt a little bit shameful about it because it's like you're supposed to act a certain way and we're at this fancy restaurant. Now I would laugh my butt off about it if something like that happened. So Anyway, wanted to share with you that fun little date story. In talking about first kisses and first dates, I actually ran into Mark, who I told you about was my first kiss a few years back. He was my server at a restaurant, the same restaurant where Lauren and I met for a cocktail in the first chapter of my book. Well, that came full circle, didn't it? Like I said, we need to go back to the beginning before we can move forward in the story where we left off with me meeting Lauren in the restaurant. How did I meet Chad? He was my brother's personal trainer. My brother had been trying to set me up with Chad for a while. He would invite me to group workouts and would mention him from time to time. I wasn't interested for a couple of reasons. He was my brother's friend and you just never know how those things are going to go. And I knew that Chad had two kids. It's not that I don't like kids. I do. But I had dated guys with kids before and watched friends date guys with kids, and that wasn't a path I wanted to go down at that time. I had just moved into a new house, and I was planning this big housewarming party. I was so excited. I love hosting parties. And I really wanted to go all out for this one. I even got a food truck. I hired a bartender. I rented chairs and tables. 
and it ended up being a gorgeous August Friday night. I even had my friend Sarah fly in from out of town for the weekend. Now again, that's a name from the book, so not a real name. My brother asked if he could invite a couple of friends, including Chad. Of course, I said, the more the merrier. Well, Chad ended up not showing up because he said he wasn't feeling well. Anyway, the party was a blast. And the next day, Sarah and I went out on my brother's boat on Lake Minnetonka. And we get on the boat and we're still sitting at the dock. And my brother tells us that before we can take off, we were waiting for his friend to arrive, Chad. So that was the first time I met Chad. And he saunters onto the boat with no sense of urgency, like it didn't even matter that we were waiting for him. He's got on this light blue v-neck t-shirt, these navy blue floral swim trunks, and aviator sunglasses. I was not impressed by him. And then throughout the day, you know, cocktails started flowing, and I started to appreciate that he could keep up with my banter. If there's one thing that you need to know about me, I love some good banter and humor. I've got to laugh to get through my days. So as we're out on the boat, we end up stopping at a restaurant on the lake to get a bite to eat. And afterwards, Sarah and I make a stop in the ladies' room, you know, like girls do. And we get inside the door and she practically squeals like a teenager. Oh my gosh, Ginny, he is totally flirting with you. I completely brushed it off because it was obvious to me that he's just that way with everyone. But Sarah was insistent. She loved this guy for me and wanted badly for us to get together and live happily ever after. She was so proud that she was there the day we met. After that day, I didn't really give Chad a second thought. I was focused on and excited about my upcoming trip to Greece that I was leaving on that week with my girlfriend, Blair. If you haven't been to Greece or it's on your bucket list, I cannot recommend it enough. That was such a wonderful trip and just a stunning country with amazing food, Oh, the food. Everything is so fresh and local and organic, and the people were simply lovely. Okay, enough daydreaming about Greece. I arrive back home from Greece right before Labor Day weekend, and I get a text from a 612 number that I don't recognize, but knowing that 612 is the Minneapolis area code. It's Chad inquiring about going to my brother and his wife Karen's cabin over the holiday weekend. Okay, I've mentioned a couple of other names from the book, Blair and Karen. Also, character names from the book. Okay, so just FYI on that. Well, apparently, Chad had been asking both my brother and Karen for my phone number. My brother wouldn't give it to him, but Karen gladly did. So Chad ends up joining me, my brother, his wife, Karen, and my two doggies at the time, Emilio and Sadie. Oh, rest in peace, those two sweet little babies. And joins us all at the cabin for the weekend. 
So we go up to the cabin for Labor Day weekend, and I just remember it being a beautiful weekend of weather. And, you know, we spent a lot of time on the water. And, you know, when you're spending 24-7 with someone, you, you certainly start to get to know and understand their nuances pretty quickly. So we go out, we spend time on the lake and, you know, Emilio and Sadie are there, my babies. And it's always really important to me to see how dogs behave and greet and react to people. Well, Sadie was always really particular about kids and men. She often would bark at them. And when Chad walked in the door, she didn't make a peep. And I thought, wow, that could be a good sign. So we go about the weekend. Like I said, we spend a bunch of time on the on the boat. And I think after about like the first day, Karen pulls me aside in the kitchen and she's like, so what do you think? Like, do you like him? And I'm like, I don't know. The jury's still out. Um, you know, nothing's really pulling me towards him. Nothing's telling me to run in the other direction. And we just continue to get to know each other. Well, the first night, so at the cabin, the setup is there's the primary suite, and then there was a guest bedroom, and then the bunk room. And I always stayed in the guest bedroom. Well, Chad asked if it was okay to sleep with me in the same bed. And I thought that was a little odd and like a little presumptuous because I'm pretty conservative when it comes to like getting to know somebody. And he presented it in a way that made me not feel uncomfortable about it. And he was like, it just feels a little childish to sleep in, you know, in a bunk bed. And I agreed, but was like, no monkey business. So we settle in and I think we stayed up until, I don't know, one, two in the morning, late, very late, especially for me. And I'm pretty guarded. Um, you may remember in the book at one point, um, I have a friend that calls me Eminem, tough to kind of crack open, kind of have this little hard outer coating, but soft and melty on the inside, I promise. And, you know, he did a lot of talking, really opened up to me, told me about why he got divorced and just a lot of opening up and sharing. So we're getting to know each other and, you know, we wrap up the weekend and overall I just reflect driving home that we had a good time. And as I'm driving home, Karen calls and she's like, oh my gosh, Chad just called me and he wanted to know what I thought about him asking you out for a first date. And I thought, huh, what did you say? And she's like, well, I told him that he'll never know if he doesn't ask. So, of course, he goes and asks pretty quickly um, after that weekend. He reaches out and texts me again and asks me out for our first date. And leading up to the first date, I think it was maybe about a week later or maybe even less. I remember I was traveling again for work like I did most weeks. And I was in the Atlanta airport uh, on a connection and he messaged me and said, hurry up and get home. We've got a date to go on. Something like that. And, you know, just kind of constant flirty text messages every day leading up to our first date. I get back, get ready for the first date. And, you know, he had already told me that he was going to take me to restaurant Alma, which in the Twin Cities is arguably one of the best restaurants around in town. 
Well, as I'm getting myself together and like penciling in my eyebrows to make it look like I have some, I've got, you know, if you've seen me, I've got light blonde, you know, blonde hair. And if I don't pencil in my brows, it doesn't look like I have any. And that's not a cute look. So I'm penciling in my brows and he messages me and asks, do I like the band U2? Well, they're a pretty classic band. And he said, would you be interested in going to the concert tonight after we go out to eat? And I thought, gosh, even if you're not the biggest U2 fan, who wouldn't take the opportunity to go to a U2 show? It was at the new stadium that had just opened. And I thought, wow, this is really sounds like a fun time. And he, and I also thought, who can get last minute tickets like that to U2? Anyway, so we go on our first date. He picks me up, backs into the driveway. And I just remember even getting in his car, opening the door, first of all, let me back up to, I open the door and he's just standing there beaming and walks me to the car, opens the door. I settle in and I just look around and I notice how clean his car is. And I thought, wow, especially for having two kids. And we head to our first date. Now, I'll tell you, we're about five minutes in and he's like, hey, I have to make a quick phone call. And honestly, I was a little perturbed by that. I thought, it's Friday night, you really have to make a work call. And then I heard him, he was on the phone with a customer and I overheard him talking and I thought, oh, okay, well, that was kind of interesting to listen in and, and hear what he what he does and what he was talking about. So we get back to, um, you know, just chatting in the car and we get to the restaurant and he was real, you know, very personable with the bartender, with the people that were sitting next to us. And then we head over to the U2 concert. And it turns out his friend actually was the one that got the tickets to the show. So we go to the U2 concert and he leans over and he's kind of caressing my leg. My legs are crossed and he's kind of leaning over, caressing my leg. And then just all of a sudden plants a kiss on me. I was not prepared for it, but that was our first kiss on our first date. So that wraps up my first time meeting Chad, our first date, and first kiss. Is this bringing up any feels for you, Gems, when you think about your first kisses or any of your first dates, either good or bad? Again, I'd love to hear about it. Head on over to Instagram and connect with me. My handle is Ginny Preem. This was so fun being with you, and I can't wait to chat with you again next week. Oh, you gems. That was so much fun. Thank you for listening and tuning in to Drinking with Gin. I have enjoyed connecting with you, and if you loved this episode, I need you to please go subscribe, rate, and leave a review for Drinking with Gin. And then... To stay connected with me, head over to my Instagram. My handle is Ginny Preem. I can't wait to chat again with you gems next week.